This is HBR News number 391. Susan Wojcicki resigns. Don Lemon is in hot water. And six-year-old shoots her t- his teacher. Where we reflect on the stories of the week and give it the badger treatment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Honey Badger Radio. Happy President's Day, I guess, belated. Um, I hope you guys are doing well this week and that you're laughing at all of this absurdity so that you're not consumed by it. I am your host, Brian Martinez, and I'm joined by, as always, um, the uh, my austere patriarchs and our handmaiden, Hannah and Dr. Ranmarkham. Mike J is still helping his family. Uh, we might see him next week or the week after. Uh, be on the lookout. So they're just mo- they're moving, and it's a big job. So we have a great show lineup for you guys today. So please be sure to continue the conversations both in the chat as well as the comment section. On this week's HBR News Show, we're going to be talking about Susan Wojcicki. I'm not really sure if I pronounced that right. Wojcicki um, Slim Shady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Don Lemon makes the fatal mistake of making a comment or joke about women, which you cannot do. A six-year-old shoots his teacher and more. So stick around. It's going to be a good time with just a little bit of rage sprinkled on top. And be sure to join us afterwards for the patron-only show. So this article, uh, I've been looking at it for a while. I've been wanting to do a uh, after show on this this is uh from from cnn wait where's the story yeah here we go no uh, this is from daily mail i apologize it's not from cnn this is from the daily mail and uh what it what it is is wife devastated after her husband refuses to forgive her for farting in front of him once after nine years together he won't let me forget it. Um, I, I haven't read the article. It sounds really dumb, but it also sounds like a good patron show topic. So, how do you how do, how do you get such a slow news day in this month of all months? <laughs> this month has been packed with absolute fucking tragedy, and then well, yeah, it has something that, something that would be the back page of a local newspaper. Yeah, normally. well, for me. Because I have to pick um, stories that are we having a problem with the internet? No. Uh, for the after show, I try to pick stories that are funny or weird or cringe, and not necessarily something serious. And basically, everything in the news right now is really super serious. Serious. So yeah. it's it's kind of hard to find something that. Um, in fact, it's probably like, you know, kind of like not cool to do a a story like this about farts um but i i think it's you know uh, that that's basically my criteria is that it should be it's it's just unusual to see it on the daily mail i thought they talked about serious shit it depends they have a whole section called female f-e-m-a-i-l and i i know that we're probably supposed to take it seriously but most of the yeah. time I can't like a lot of it's about stuff like who's wearing what and whether oh, or not God, the writer that. thinks she or looks paparazzi, good um, yes. photos. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I look through that. there when I'm looking for ridiculous feminist articles, because every 
so often they have one of those, you know, um, stupid things like uh, not putting the lid back on the sugar bowl is misogyny or some such stupid thing like that. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm, I probably could write an article about that specific topic that 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 it's misogyny to not put the lid back on the sugar bowl after you put put your sugar in your tea um, if you put sugar in tea and and even putting sugar in your tea is misogynistic and they would probably publish it if i if i had a good name to go with it absolutely. like how about are you kidding me yeah absolutely they probably they probably would mhm there's always a way to continue the grift and um but yeah, so, all right. Uh, so that, that's our after show topic or patron show topic. Uh, if you want to join us on the patron show, you have to become a badger yourself by going to feedthebadger.com um, and setting up a monthly subscription. And uh, that will get you access to the Discord where you can uh, basically like hang out with other patrons and uh, help help grow the community right and if you don't want to wake up one morning to find yourself unable to find our content because youtube finally dropped the axe on our channels go to badgerfeed.com that's badgerfeed.com or i i recently was told honeybadgerradio.com because we don't have enough websites um and yeah check us out on those places as well all right so with all of that out of the way, let's get into today's stories. Uh, let me, hold on a second, I gotta, um, I, I don't have as much real estate as I used to have on my screen because one of my screens, like, it's just, it doesn't turn on. I mean, it's, it's, it turns on, but it's not um, lit up. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that, but I have less screen space. All right, so first story, Susan Wojcicki resigned after 24 years at Google. Susan Wojcicki has been the CEO of YouTube for nine years and has been at Google as a whole for 24 years. She announced last week that she'll be stepping down from Google and YouTube to, quote, focus on her personal life and pursue new projects, end quote. Chief Producer Officer Neil Mohan will take over for Wojcicki. Wojcicki oversaw controversial policies on YouTube that censored numerous creators as well as overseeing YouTube Kids, another controversial project that has some points, at some points taught young children about gender theory and gender ideology. Mohan won't be a reversal of these policies and will likely lead to doubling down on them. Mohan has been a vocal supporter of YouTube's censorship or, yeah, censorious policies from supporting banning people for, quote, COVID misinformation, end quote, to saying that creators producing, quote, content in their basement, end quote, can't, quote, provide context on news, end quote. It's called YouTube, dickhead. That means it's by you know, the average Joe for the average Joe. It's That's the reason Time Magazine's Person of the Year was, quote-unquote, you that one year. If you're that pissed off about having regular people on the site, then go ahead and rename it to same old bullshit you see on the TV tube. And what is it with these people in basements? You're all, you're all a basement <laughs> phobic. I don't have a basement, and neither does my mother. 
I think we're doing everything everything on our phones, and we can't get enough enough signal from underground, and that's why our channels suck. You, mate, ask your IT guy how fucking Wi-Fi works. I would have thought you'd all be IT guys in tech, but whatever. In any case, I've made almost all my all my videos from the second floor of a building. Neil, can you go ahead and unthrottle me, please? Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, no, nothing's going to change. We've gone from one CEO who hates their user base to another CEO who hates their user base. The only difference is the last one mostly whined about gender, and this one's probably going to whine about race. Have you, seen, <laughs> have you seen how many CEOs, how many big tech CEOs are Indian guys at this point? Yeah. Uh, it's loads of, I mean, I guess it makes sense. There's a lot of Indian dudes out there in general, and a lot of them are in <laughs> IT. I'm just saying, where's the representation? They're coming up. <laughs> shouldn't, it, shouldn't it be 50% white people? No. Just, <laughs> just realize we're not the global majority. What an unexpected inversion. Anyway. Yeah. Hannah, it's, you... it's, a, it's, it's quite an interesting story, except I, I kind of wonder what she did. Six years away from like what's normal for you know retirement in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, and, and in fact, some people are retiring early at like 25 years. I wonder why she resigned. Instead of saying she was retiring, that's uh, it's an interesting. That's true. Yeah, did she resign from the whole company, or did she just step down? No, she's stepping down from both, right? Yeah. So she's she... leaving Google. So. So in in our chat, Albert Nader Retro just said, "Did you hear about the guy who got fired from Google because he turned down his boss's advances?" And I hadn't heard that story. No. Um, but now I'm kind of like, is okay, that a new story so, though, or is that an old story? Because I I don't know. Yeah, but uh, that that's just all, the juxtaposition there. So like, I get asked about that, mm -hmm. and then and we you know uh, have this story going, and I don't know if it was her, but like, it's really weird that all of a sudden she's resigned for no obvious reason, and. That just kind of blows my mind. The other thing I have to, I have to point out um, about the uh, the story is obviously the elitism. Like people act as though journalists are something special, right? Um, when you go to school for journalism, uh, you're not taught any kind of secret means of doing news coverage or research or learning about things or talking about things that makes you better or smarter or any more special more qualified at, yeah. right more qualified to understand the news you're not an expert in news you don't become an expert in what's true and what's not true what's right and what's not right that's all bullshit like you learn things like uh if you're um Okay, so Albernator Retro says the boss who hit on the employee was an Asian woman. So I don't think that's her. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, there's a, a, a apparently a government investigation, according to Richard, and uh, many tech CEOs are getting out while they can. Well, I can't blame them for that. They've been doing some pretty shady stuff, but I don't think mm -hmm. that'll protect her. Um, if the Republicans actually start doing a, an investigation into big tech suppressing information and stuff that um, contributed to elections, they may end up in trouble whether they're still involved or not. 
but yeah, uh, journalists are not special. They're, it's not like becoming a doctor or a lawyer where uh, if you haven't learned the stuff that they teach you at university, you can fuck up somebody's life forever or mess up in court or, or anything like that. No, you just are, are learning things like, you know, the average person doesn't remember the beginning of a 20-word sentence by the end of a 20-word sentence if they are sitting at the breakfast table with their morning coffee half awake reading it in a newspaper. Like, that's that's the kind of thing that, you know, you get taught in journalism. Yeah. Um, you know, and you get taught uh, that, uh, you know, how to pad your, your story if you have to write 500 words and how to not pad your story if you have to write 250 words and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you get taught about his history of journalism. But you don't get taught any special secrets. So the, this idea about uh, creating content in your basement, being unable to provide context in the news. Um, and, and, and yeah, Night Motorcyclist says, you learned that in high school English. Guess what? Most have degrees in journalism. And in fact, a lot of the people I worked with were English majors. Yeah, I was going to say it's English that you get your degree in. I was I was doing journalism at 15 years old while I was still in high school. I didn't have a degree in jack or shit. So, yeah, like and and, and I was good at it. Right. You yeah. just need to be able to report who, what, where and and when. And if the information is available for you to, to glean it, how and why. And the big biggest problem is today's media does a lot of editorializing, especially when it comes to uh, like the why and how other people should think about all of that. And so there's there's no like this providing context when you can't provide context on news bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can provide context, and this kind of elitism is part of the reason why people were so willing to accept like this nationwide worldwide two-way elitism the the elitists will tell you you're not good enough to make your own uh, decisions and understand your own uh, context for for the news and your neighbors will agree with that oh we are just not smart enough to make up our own minds tell Mm -hmm. us what to think oh mighty ones and then you end up with with uh, much wider spread lockdowns than are necessary, you end up with all kinds of other things that 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 are uh, coming out now. And I and like I look up um, a channel if you want to understand what's going on um, in healthcare right now with regard to the healthcare advice and information we've been given over the last three years. Uh, look up a channel, Doctor John Campbell. Um, and you can go through and watch his old stuff, and you can kind of watch as he started out having some faith in his profession, uh, the like the higher ups in his profession and the authorities and everything. To um, at this point, he is completely and utterly crushed by by uh, the information that has come out. Um, he doesn't make any proclamations, any grand, you know, you shouldn't do this, you must do that, this is this is bad, that's good. He just gives the information, he gives just gives the research um and and explains what the research says. 
Yeah. And uh, it's not like they can say he's making content from his basement because he is actually a doctor. He's a physician and he had he used to do things like uh, how the heart works and and uh, here's how the the heart and the lungs work together and whole video on that and stuff like and and until the last 3 years, right? Yeah. So yeah, this 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 pisses me off the idea that um you know, Joe Schmo can't make up his own mind about the news and talk about it, and other people can't talk to him about it, and you can't make comments on a video arguing and uh, back and forth and all that to to provide context for what's going on in the news. You know, kiss my ass. Yeah. I will provide context, and uh, and and you know, if you don't like it, then you can argue with it. That's what YouTube has always been for. Uh, that and and entertaining videos on you know with with comedy and all kinds of other neat little things. Cats and it's really yeah cats yeah well the internet is made of cats we all know mm. that uh, but but yeah uh, like the the idea that it's got to be something else now because you guys uh, you know up and up in the higher ups don't uh, don't approve of the plebs having thoughts. Like, you know, then you can just yeah, right well, go off with that. I don't think it's about trying to sound authoritative in saying that, you know, people in their basement can't provide context on news. I think it's just about control purely like they they know that the people making videos on YouTube about events, current events, um, a lot of them, I don't know, like if it, I'm not going to say it's a majority, but a lot of them have a point. A lot of them are saying something true. A lot of them are uh, a threat to the way that YouTube and other big tech controls information. And that's the thing that I think the, they're saying these these sort of dismissive, you know, childish uh, comments that suggest insults or whatever but the reality is that you know they know that like a lot of the people that make content are saying something profound significant whatever and they don't like it because it's it's not something they can control so and the, li the little guys can't be bought off i mean they can uh if if there was only one of them you could buy them off with a with two bob and a pickled egg but there's too many of them to yeah. buy off you, you can buy off cnn and fucking stephen colbert and all these because there's only a handful of them mm -hmm. and, and the assumption that most of the audience is going to them and yeah i guess maybe they they are because you're promoting all their content on the front page and there's just there's millions of little guys out there and they can't all be bought off and a lot of them won't even for any price that's yeah. that's 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 your problem neil yeah one thing i, I do want to say it's just a a feeling I have or a thought I was I was carrying around. Uh, I don't think we've seen the last of Susan Wojcicki. I think that she she says she wants to pursue new projects. So you know, be just be on the lookout. She might show up like working for you know the World Economic Forum or something because they're all in bed with each other. And while I mean she's likely a millionaire. Um, she she might have left YouTube and Google to pursue something, you know, a little bit higher up on the ladder. So my guess, maybe, 
is that she will um, be back in some fashion. So remember her name and be on the lookout. That's, that's all I'll say. Uh, kind of a hard to forget name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as hard as it is to pronounce, but yeah, counterpoint. Maybe she's stepping down because something's afoot. Like they've seen what's happened with the Twitter files, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, that it could be what if that." that happens with YouTube. Um, I'm going to retire now. See ya. Bye. Yeah, that it could be yeah. that too. Um, all right. So anyway, let us know what you guys think. Do you do you agree with what we're saying? Do you disagree? I want to hear your comments in uh, the comment section after the show. And uh, with that said, we're going to move on to the next story. Oh, I love this one. I love this one. <laughs> so, CNN anchor Don Lemon has been in some hot water since last Thursday's morning show when he made comments over former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley's presidential candidacy. Lemon was reacting to Haley's call for mental competency tests for politicians over the age of 75 when he declared that Haley herself isn't in her prime. Despite immediate pushback from the offended female co-anchors, Lemon doubled down, saying that a woman is only, quote, considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and 40s, and to Google it. <laughs> Lemon was apologizing the next day in an editorial meeting. Chris Licht, the network's chief executive, described Lemon's comments as, Un unacceptable and said they were unfair to his co-hosts even though he didn't really say it about them specifically but this is where we're going with this now from cnn lemon thanked licked for the opportunity to, to to directly address staffers and said that he wanted to be really clear about his regret for making these comments i believe that women of any age can do whatever they set their minds to lemon said the people I am closest to in this organization are women, Lemon added, citing his relationships with various hosts and executives. The people I seek counsel from most in this organization are women. Uh, Lemon has not appeared on the network since the Thursday show, but Licht announced his return is planned for tomorrow. So he's supposed to come back to the show tomorrow. Um, after Lemon agreed to, our to participate in formal training, as well as continuing to listen and learn. According to the Washington Examiner, this was not enough for some female staffers. They report some have given the network an ultimatum, saying they will leave if Don Lemon is not fired. <laughs> Jeez. People are hurt by his actions and are not going to let this go, a CNN insider told the Daily Mail. It's like every woman over 50 in America has taken this as a personal insult, not even Be over for 50. yourself, lady! Yeah, no, she, but I think what she's saying is, is that every woman in America got offended if yeah, they were over 50. Yeah, like but I don't even think they needed to be over 50. They could be in their 40s and feel offended by that. They they could be younger and feel offended because they don't need a reason to feel yeah. offended. Yeah. Who said who said women needed a reason to feel offended? If you think that <laughs> you don't understand women. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the, the female staffers at CNN definitely have. He needs to make his vacation a permanent one is what they said. <laughs> 
A CNN insider noted that, quote, there is not one person at CNN who who thinks that he should remain on the air. He knows how. So like the whole network is against him. He knows how badly he screwed up. And he also knows that he cannot talk his way out of this one. His apology meant nothing. Now, before we uh, get into the commentary, I do want to play a clip, the clip of the of the horrible, horrible thing that he did so that we have like a little bit more context. <laughs> um, and you guys can see like how absolutely ridiculous this whole thing is. All right. So this is from Megyn Kelly's show, but I'm just, you know, I just needed to find the clip and it was on short notice. So uh, pardon me. Let me just make sure it looks okay on OBS. Yeah, that's fine. All right, here we go. I'm going to play the clip. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime so for what? I, it depends. I mean, it's just like look, at, look at her face. Oh my god! <laughs> She's so, she, she is so. What do you, wait? What do you mean? The do you eyelids mean? go go completely flat, straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, when a woman says, "What do you mean by that?" You? you know you're in trouble. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. But if they say, "What do you mean by that?" That's you're in trouble. You're done. <laughs> you may uh, as well get your pink slip yourself. It's like prime if you look it up it'll if you look if you google when is a woman in her prime it'll say 20s 30s and 40s i don't necessarily 40s. oh i got another i'm not saying decade. i agree with that so i think she has <laughs> to be careful about saying that you know politicians aren't in their prime you need to qualify are you talking about prime for like childbearing or are you talking about well he is okay he is wrong that is not the prime for being a politician that is the prime for you know your sexual prime your reproductive health right 20s 30s 40s yep. but he and, and but a, he wanted to add is, to the conversation yeah he wanted to add to the conversation and take a jab at nikki haley while he was at it and that was his that was his move and it was a bad move <laughs> because <laughs> he has two female co-hosts that are basically ready to get upset about anything so no oh, yeah yeah this, I'll play a this is great bit. this is great yeah i'm gonna play a little bit more of this the message I'm just saying what the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google, you know, Google or whatever it is. All right. Now, I like that. The, the tone of voice, Google. Yeah, like, yeah Google. You, know, you just said it. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> I honestly like that comment really wasn't that bad. No. Um, and and it's funny <laughs> what's really funny about it is like like they were just talking about politicians not being in their prime in regard to male politicians, right? So yeah. you can say that kind of stuff about male politicians even though we have had elderly presidents, you know, over and over again throughout the history of the country and and this kind of stuff was said about Ronald Reagan. Mm -hmm. the, and he was portrayed in his second term. In his second term, yeah, uh, in his in his second term, and he was portrayed as like this senile old man with Alzheimer's who was accidentally gonna uh, roll over in bed one night and 
and you know set off the nuclear bombs as if you know you could just push a button and set them off like everybody always talked about the button uh there is no the button um mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like that was okay. We were allowed to do that. Everybody was allowed to do and you couldn't complain about it. And it wasn't sexist because, you know, nothing you do to men is sexist, right? Um, yeah. Like, like you ask these people and it's only sexist if women are offended, right? And and the whole discussion um, about Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, that none of that's new. We've had that with senators. We've had that with uh, congressmen. We've had that with other presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, governors, governors have been criticized for being too old, uh, but usually if they're men, you know, we don't, we don't hear it about women. Um, and I think part of it is, uh, you know, women, women retire. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, all, all of a sudden, you know, you and I know he said it uh, about a woman of a younger age than the men were talking about, but it's still, um, it still would have been considered sexist if he had said it about a woman in her eighties. Right. And so the idea that it's suddenly sexist because you're talking about a woman is bullshit, but it's just one comment, this one comment Mm -hmm. and this guy's whole career is killed because I don't know if he's fired. He doesn't like, well, this whole career, they're trying to kill his whole career. Yes. They are. He doesn't, he didn't like old women. Like that, really, really, yeah. Are, and, but but women are totally equal to men, guys. We're not. Our sensibilities are not fragile. You know, we we can handle tough talk. We can handle tough careers like journalism, where you have to deal with emotional uh, topics and stuff. Totally, totally equal to men. You know, unless you you call us old, and then all of a sudden we all break down and and start crying, and you know have have somebody fired or try to have somebody fired and and all that jazz because equality and stuff or yeah. something and yeah it's 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 worth pointing out uh this man this man has lied every day of his professional life he's made a, he's made a <laughs> yeah. career from flagrantly lying his ass off to the whole world with a straight face and a blank slate of a conscience Usually he's he's just telling the lies he's been ordered to tell, but sometimes he does it all by himself and effortlessly. I don't I don't think he could breathe without lying. He might be the most prolific pathological liar on television, and that is saying something. And why did he get fired? For telling the truth. Yes. <laughs> Acc- accidentally telling an irrelevant truth in a context where it didn't belong, but it is kind of true. So the the mask slipped for a second, and he. He forgot what CNN is all about. We don't do that here, Don. We're only here to say positive things about the Democrat Party, and that gives us exactly zero wiggle room for telling the truth. But when I was only defending Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden, Don. Fuck him. He's only here as a placeholder for the inevitable 10 years of Kamala Harris we're about to get. You know this. We've been planning it for years, and we can't have you swanning around saying anything about women that makes them out to be anything but flawless, ethereal fucking goddesses. Now get back in there and simp like you've never simped before, or we'll send you to a simp re-education. Oops. Nobody cares, dickhead. Not when there are women involved. Even white women, even rich white women, even rich, influential, powerful white women, they are all more important than you, Don Lemon. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he's going to return all new and improved as of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, your well, host, 
Donna Lemonade. He's going to come out in a crotchless <laughs> ball gown and a furry mask. He's supposed Six, to be on tomorrow. Wait, so all gowns are crotchless. They'll uh, did probably he, did say he... something about it. <laughs> they sent him to re-education camp for this guy. I mean, like, you call women old, you go to re-education camp. Like, how bad is that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, they, I I, think it's that not he, funny. He had, to, it's... he had to go into some kind of uh, sensitivity training thing as, like, a condition to come back on the show. For saying that. See, for saying, is, like, what he Googled. This is, this is what we need, right? Since we're anti-woke, we need insensitivity training. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's there needs to be a whole whole ass like camp for that, like insensitivity training where people uh say controversial things and then somebody comes out and says that hurts my feelings and somebody else can say, "Well, get the fuck over it." Mhm. Like that's it. You're done. Get out. So, I got one last thing to say about this that I think is really important. Obviously, the CNN, because they're like crazy woke, um, they knew that regardless of what they actually believed about Don Lemon's comment, they could not take the side of, oh, come on, he's just joking, because then they're going to get cast in with him. So that's why they said that no no one at CNN, you know, um, wants him to be able to come back to work. Like, that's what they're saying. Right. But he's still coming back. But more than that, because that's obviously ridiculous, like no, no, in no way could that comment have been sexist or misogynistic. Like it just isn't a thing. But um, they believe it was and not only them, but a number of conservative commentators that have been responding to this story have said that what he said was sexist and they're not being funny. They actually believe it. You can look at uh, Ben Shapiro has said it. He's like, it's the most sexist thing I've ever heard, you know, and um, a number of other people. And I know what they heard. Yeah, it's the <laughs> yeah, it's the most sexist thing he ever heard or like that he's ever had spoken live or whatever. And uh, a number of others, you know, have and I, and I get why, like, I know what they're what I think they may they might be trying to do is to like use this you know to make the left look bad but frankly i i i just it, it just makes them look stupid like there's nothing about that that is sexist i'm sorry and we have to stop pandering to women and like worrying about their feelings like if you said this about a man like a male politician no one would care it would like it will be, you know, in one year and out the other. Nobody would give a shit. But because it's a woman, you can't even say, yeah, you know, women, they have like a, they have like a, uh, you know, a prime time of their life where, um, you know, they're like, they have a prime and it's in this specific age window, which is, it's just obvious, right? Like, obvious and the and men have a prime area too like they have their own window and but to acknowledge that women have that it drives it drives these bitches crazy and uh, you know it, it's it, and and then of course everyone comes running out to run cover for them 
like to essentially say, oh, you got your fifis hurt. I'm going to let me help you with that, whatever it is. And the, the you know, men that do that, it, the, the, there's no, it's got nothing to do with politics. It's just gynocentrism because um, they can't resist. So just saying, you know, plenty of conservative commentators have also sided against Don Lemon. And I, you know, and I, I think that was stupid. I think that, um, I mean, you're a moron. Like, if you don't understand that simply talking about when a woman is in her prime is not an insult and can't be, you're, you're an idiot. So those are my additional thoughts on that. Just As the problem is uh, everybody, everybody uh, in politics is gynocentric. Yeah. You, you're going to find pretty much every facet of the political spectrum. You're going to find gynocentrism because it permeates all of society. And you really have to, even when you wake up from it, um, yeah. you, you still find yourself um, having gynocentrist uh, you know, attitudes and stuff that you, you, you start sorting stuff out and you realize, you know, actually, I've always believed X, Y, Z, but there's no reason except gynocentrism. And it, mm -hmm. it takes a while to sort that out. And most people, most people don't have the capacity um, to do that without a, a huge amount of um, insecurity and cognitive dissonance. And people will get very upset trying to go through and, and figure that out. So you end up with a situation where people will not confront any kind of, um, any kind of uh, challenge to their gynocentrism. So you can't, you can't say anything that even remotely sounds like it might possibly be connected to mm -hmm. a, an insult to women just, you know, by, by association with other insults to women. Uh, and, and you can insult the fuck out of men. You can lie about men yeah. and they're not supposed to get them. Like, of course, Focahontas, Focahontas falsely accused Bernie Sanders of saying after after years of him being publicly gynocentric and publicly supporting female politicians left and right she falsely accused him of claiming that women couldn't be president and people believed it just because he was a man just because he's male right and even after video came out of him saying in his youth that it women can be president and he was excited about you know the the possibility of you know how this this advancement yes women can be president right uh, and but he still was accused he still was presumed uh sexist against her because you know male he's male mm -hmm. right that's not that's not the most sexist thing that you've ever heard that that Bernie Sanders can't think for himself because he's a man he has to have said or believed what is attributed to him by a woman that's not sexist but it's but it's a sexist that women might be past their prime in their uh, in their 50s or like, that women eventually all hit that age and it will probably mean that they're not in their prime anymore like it's not even it's not even intended as an insult, it's just an observation, right? Of reality. Yeah. One of the things that people don't think about is that, that um, 
it becomes a lot of work if you really decide you're going to give a shit about your looks it becomes Mm -hmm. a lot of work from about 45 on to maintain them and you know for most women and it's like it's not just um like women that wear makeup have it easier i mean they're they're spending a lot of money and they're spending a lot of time but um it's if you have to look neotenous to be pretty and and it's especially hard if you were if you haven't looked all that neotenous most of your life like i've i've always had a, like a stronger jaw than a lot of the gals around me i don't i'm not like the the pointy chin little cutie pie type right yeah. um I, I think it used to be uh the the description that used to be used to try to call women with without pointy chins um pretty was she has a broad face or something like that mm-hmm. which is funny because uh, all women have women have broad faces but um I, i've never yes but i, I mean if you look at me now i'm starting to look kind of old right which I've I've kind of noted it, and it's like I I'm filling the role of grandma as I I uh, sink into it, which is which is you know kind of what I wanted to do, not mm-hmm. necessarily wanting to look old or not look old or anything, but like this is I if somebody said turn to me and said well you know you're you're past your prime and your looks I would be like okay and the sky is blue and the grass is green and there's a parking lot outside of my apartment yeah. Um, we gonna state any other obvious facts, like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but most women get really heated about that, and it's really, um, it's and really there's a parking lot out crippling. I think yeah. to them, they can't. Those women were they they turned off, like their whole brain just turned off at that moment when he said that statement. They could not even right. They in fact they so could not even that there there wouldn't have been a finish for that sentence. Uh, and Albert Nader Retro points out, J-Lo can say men under 33 are useless, and men are supposed to just take that, right? And we can say old men are creepy, or old men are this, or old men are that, old men are uh, uh, senile, old men are all kinds of things, old men are liars, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's allowed to criticize women for saying that. Yeah. Even other women. And we can't, we, we can say that... Uh, yeah, men in their 20s are immature and uh, women should date older men because older men are more mature, but they're uh, they're uh, predatory for wanting to date younger women. Mm-hmm. But we can't say women are past their prime. Fuck off. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think about this story in the comments. I know that a lot of people have been talking about the Don Lamont thing. Um but maybe you have a take that most of them don't consider. I think it's my criticism of the conservative uh, perspective that I've seen. I think that's really shitty. Um, and it's really... Check on my sucker. I'm here He only forever. has to do it, it at work. He only has to do it at work. He doesn't even have to do it at home. As long as he's doing it at work, that's all that matters. Yep. All right. So I got some super chows. So I'm going to read through those. And then I have... Uh, a rumble rant. So, first, Egregious Charles gives us $10 and just says support. This is from yesterday. So, thanks. I'm sorry that I didn't get to it or see it. 
Meredith Chi gives us $5 and says, maintaining frame 37. So that's the show we did yesterday. Notice how these women often pick on men to shame who aren't the most physically fit or handsome. This setup is meant to make the influencers who post these videos able to claim to be victims when they aren't. All of this is done without thought to the consequence for the men that they shame, which I agree with that. That so fits the topic we just talked about, too. Yeah, we were just... Because yeah, you can exactly. do that to men, right? You can call, call a guy fat and ugly. You can call a guy old-looking when he isn't old. You can, like, the, the, uh, the, the jokes about uh, men's physical appearance that come out. And mm -hmm. men will make fun of themselves, too. There are guys that do whole comedy routines about being fat and unattractive. Women, yes. it's, it's, it's a rarity. Yes. All right. Uh, Noba fan gives us $1 and says, uh, this is from Rumble, and I copy-pasted it in here. And feminists complain that women supposedly were forced to stay at home. At this point, it's the only way for them to be safe because they haven't proven a way for men and women to be equal. Thank you for that. Um, Meredith G today gives us $5 and says, HBR News 391, I dislike Don Lemon intensely, but the trouble that he is in has nothing to do with his sexism, in quotes, but because he's on a shit list. It was only a matter of time before he got in. It's all BS. So yeah, I was thinking that James O'Keefe, but I didn't make that one of our stories, so... So to understand the in, the work environment in journalistic outlets, um, you have to realize um, journalists are like G-list celebs. Like they're yeah. they're probably to the degree now that they're they're below big YouTubers, right? They're yeah. they're they're way out there, but they're desperate for attention. Uh, they always want to be the one that gets the the big story or the big headline or uh, is the most popular. So it, it is a popularity contest. So the work environment, the social environment within that profession, like it's like those those aliens in um, I can never think of the title of it. The stupid parody movie um, of Star Trek where Sigourney Weaver yeah, um, talks about her boobs fitting into like, her outfit. Yeah, it's like something but, quest. Yeah, uh, and and the the aliens, the scene where they're watching the aliens Galaxy and the hurt quest. one walks up to... Galaxy oh. Quest, yeah, the, the scene uh, where the alien walks up to the, the uh, food that they're... or whatever, and they all part and they all let it pass and everybody's like, oh, isn't that sweet? They're going to... They're gonna let him. They're, they're gonna take care of him, and then they all pounce on him and eat him. Yeah, like, that's I journalist. That. I remember that. That yeah. is that is the absolute environment in journalism, right there. Yeah. Those are journalists. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> all right, uh, let me read the last super chat. Uh, Michael Emrick Winberg gives us five dollars and says, "Did Lemon just say that Haley doesn't have the stamina?" Jokes aside, he was ultimately just trying to throw anything he could consider an insult, yes, and eventually threw what we may call the wrong punch. To quote Derry Bogard, sorry. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that he really just wanted to get in on the let's all shit on, you know, um, Nikki, is it Nikki Haley? 
Let's all shit on Nikki Haley yeah. because she's a Republican. And I'm going to say this because she's a Republican woman, you know, to like, I don't know, just to, to hurt her. Or I'll get a laugh out of these other ladies and the other ladies were not having it because the, the woman, the sisterhood is stronger than politics. So the, the, you've learned, you, you fucked around and, and then you found out. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next story. So let us know what you guys think about this in the comments. And uh, let me just get in the back in the live show. Uh, let, let me know what you guys think about this in the comments. Um, meanwhile, I'm just going to move on. So, all right. Sarah Cheek, pictured here, from Florida, says her son was suspended from uh, school because of her OnlyFans account. The 31-year-old mother, who makes $480,000 annually on OnlyFans, said she was, quote, humiliated by the school's treatment of her. So that's the, the student is a girl, okay? Oh, no, I'm sorry. The, the, the woman is a, is a woman. The son is a boy. My son was even suspended from school, and in trying to communicate with the principal, she refused to talk to me or give me a reason as to why he was being treated badly simply because I do OnlyFans, Sarah said. Before the suspension of her son... She says she was banned from her kids' football organization and unable to take them to practice, attend games, or communicate with coaches. Quote, they erased me from my kids' lives and humiliated me for what I did in private by exposing that secret, she said. So that, that's, the, it's a short story, but... Um, so half, half a million dollars a year, is that right? That's what... Four hundred eighty thousand. Yep. Mental. That is mental. Dang. I mean, I, I knew there was a pretty penny to be made on OnlyFans, but half a million dollars a year, dude. I know it sucks that you got ostracized, and it really sucks if your son's getting ostracized on top of the run-of-the-mill humiliation of your mum being an ethot. But seriously, half a million a year. You can <laughs> put him in any, in any private school you like. You can afford to live anywhere in the country. You can afford a legion of private tutors to teach him everything he needs to know in the penthouse suite of a five-star hotel while hand-feeding him caviar and champagne or whatever the kid equivalent is. I don't know. Yeah. Like I say, it sucks for your son. He's going he's gonna to have trouble making friends and you can't buy friends. Right? He's going to have trouble making friends who don't constantly mock him because his mum's a whore. But I would imagine half a million dollars a year is a pretty good trade-off if you consider spending some of it on him. Yeah, that'd be I, nice, I, I, right? I, Maybe get him I, an education. I, yeah, I might suggest spending it on moving somewhere where people are welcoming of ethos like california but i, I can't in all good conscience recommend anyone moves to california probably not going to be good for your son's mental health in general maybe the reason florida is a good place to raise children is because of the very morals they have in place that rub up against your thought lifestyle there mm -hmm. quite the the catch 22 i suppose i don't know maybe don't be a thought maybe retire you're a fucking millionaire. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Uh, pressing exit out. I just like this is this is supposedly taking place in a in a U.S. school, an American school, and supposedly this this woman, this woman's kid, got kicked out. 
because well, the kid got suspended. So got I suspended. guess well, getting suspended is getting kicked out of school, um, like mm-hmm. for a little while at least, right? Mm-hmm. Because his mom's too sexy for school. I, I, I just no, I don't, I don't. I'm gonna have to see more information on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I understand there, there's a lawsuit. Um, but oh no, this is there's another mom who sued uh authorities for being banned from volunteering um but i just i have i really am skeptical of this because uh this isn't the kind of thing that usually would happen in a public school system they don't give a fuck what you do for a living as long as you pay your school fees your kid attends uh and and uh you uh you know, don't go into the school and raise a ruckus and, and stuff like that. Yeah. They're not going to suspend your child because of your job. And I'll bet there was a behavioral issue or some other such thing. Uh, the kid wasn't attending properly or oh, something yeah. else sure. that was going on. Uh, the other kid might have beat the hell out of me, but I wouldn't have cared. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I, that would have been it. But uh, you just don't know, like whatever, uh, whatever has uh, is going on with this. There is information that is not being reported. I can guarantee you that this story sounds very, very manufactured, um, and I just sincerely doubt that uh, that this is the situation. That yeah. what we've been told is the situation. There yeah. is something going on here. I mean, they're teaching kids how to like they've got their parents are having to fight to have explicit material removed from the school library at elementary schools where kindergartners can see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't think the school is going to suspend a kid because of his mother's OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, that's entirely plausible. Um, I guess we'll be interested to see if we learn anything else or, or what about this, but in the meantime, we're going to move on to the last story. So I did get five in this, this week and, uh, let us know what you guys think about that in the comments. Do you think it's fake? Do you think it's, you know, entirely plausible? I know that it sounds like she makes a lot of money, but, um, other, E-thoughts like Amaranth, for example, I learned uh, the other day. She makes like a million and a half a month with her OnlyFans. So I, I think that, you know, if you have enough simps, um, you can make a lot of money. A lot. And and I don't think that they'll, they'll share this information, uh, you know, how much they make. But, yeah, I'm not surprised that she makes um, that much I think that was like a year. Oh yeah, I believe 480,000, yeah, a year. I believe That's... that part. I just don't believe the kid got suspended for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got gotcha. you. Um okay. So anyways, we're going to move on to the next story. This is this is actually I probably should have made this first so cuz it's the most tragic. But um it just sort of ended up here, so all right. So A six-year-old student uh, came into a school 
and shot his teacher in the chest with a gun. So a six-year-old student acquired a gun and went over to the school and shot his teacher in the chest. Six years old. Six years old. Uh, according to um, this report from CNN, the teacher who was shot in class by her six-year-old student last month in Virginia, not, not my part of Virginia, it's like by, uh, you know, it's on the other, the other side, claims that the student had a history of violence and accused the school of not acting despite being told repeatedly the student had a gun at school. In an attempt, intent to file lawsuit letter, the lawyer for Abigail Zwerner, that's the teacher that was shot, alleges that four teachers and a guidance counselor all warned the school's assistant principal, Ebony Parker, about the shooter's behavior that day. So they saw the kid walking through the halls with a gun and they didn't do anything except, you know, contact the principal, which is probably a good idea. Zwerner was shot through her hand into her chest where the bullet remains lodged. So, got a bullet in her chest. The student also had a history of concerning behavior which Zwerner was unaware of, including allegedly being removed from the school a year prior after he, quote, choked his teacher until she couldn't breathe, end quote, six-year-old. He was also given a modified schedule in 2022 after constantly cursing at staff and, quote, one day look, took off his belt on the playground and chased kids while trying to whip them, end quote. As cited by ABC News, the shooter had been suspended the day before the shooting because he slammed Mrs. Zwerner's phone, breaking it, and cursed at the guidance counselors. Zwerner also told Parker the student was in a violent mood and had threatened to beat up kindergartner, a kindergartner on the day of the shooting. Parker resigned from her position on January 25th. In the aftermath of the shooting, the district said it will install metal detectors at every school. Richneck Elementary School reopened to students on January 30th. Metal detectors. Because there's, there's definitely no indication whatsoever that this child is abused or has a mental health condition or otherwise needs assistance from, say, the, the health care profession. But, uh, yeah, metal detectors will totally solve that problem, uh, especially given the fact that he, uh, he used his hands without a weapon yeah. violently yeah. And, and took off his belt. Well, of course, you know, metal detectors will at least detect your belt buckle, so they'll know if he brings another belt to school. Um, but, geez, like, and I know that this is not necessarily a problem just with the school because this – this this um when i was well, for the this, record this is not new for the record this boy does not know his father yeah yeah that I that mean, explains a shocking i, I know so it's shocked. a revelation this is not new yeah. so when i was a kid when i was in elementary school um there's a boy in my class who acted out in uh real odd and bizarre ways and and um sometimes answered things that people didn't say and um 
would get out of his seat and and move away from nothing and, and you know just he had a bunch of different things that happened and his behavior was really bad and um you know he, he would get in trouble all the time and he didn't do any of his classwork you know all all kinds of but his mother would not accept that he could be held back a year in class like the school she she literally wouldn't sign off on the school and she threatened to sue so they would pass him on to the next class like he had done everything he was so he got into uh the fifth grade and was Mm -hmm. was reading at like a first grade level and and um really difficult uh student to deal with um had had some actually had some legal trouble with my family and everything and one day my my grandpa and my mom and i were out walking the towpath um beside the miami erie canal and we i grew up on a town in a town that was like right on the canal and this we heard this a dog and mom talked to them she didn't just like go off the deep end she talked to them and found out that the one boy's um, stepfather had ordered the boy to kill the dog, get rid of it. Yeah. And so, you know, the police were called, mom, mom, grandpa called the police and the mom went to court on behalf of the boys. And in going to court on behalf of the boys, she talked about, you know, this is not normal childhood behavior. They need help. And it was, we were in junior high at that point. So it was at the age of 13 that the the one boy actually got a foster family to take care of him and the other boy got diagnosed with schizophrenia he had early um onset schizophrenia and uh he had he had suffered through several years of elementary school with visual and auditory hallucinations and an inability to fully understand what people were saying, like people's speech would be garbled, yeah, um, and an inability to un- fully understand the rules that applied to him, and had just been foisted off on the next person by every adult in his life, and mm-hmm. that was the result that it made perfect sense to him for this crazy ass adult to say, "Oh, go kill this dog." And, and, oh, okay, I'm going to go kill this dog. Like, that was it. Yeah. This kid, this six-year-old, no six-year-old behaves this way. Nope. Without something like that in his life. Without a parent that is abusive. Without a mental health condition that, that screws his perceptions up to the degree that he feels attacked all the time. Or he feels um, like he's in an alien environment all the time. Uh, or, or without, you know, being lacking something vital in his life that normally would prevent a child from behaving this way. And that's like this child doing this might, might in the 80s or, or 90s have gotten him some help. But now he's probably going to be sent to juvenile detention where he will get picked up by a gang. And they will teach him how to be a gang member. And for the rest of his life, he will be in the criminal justice system. That is what will happen to this child. 
because we now have zero tolerance policies and we now have um, a, a complete and utter disdain for kids with with mental health issues and abuse in the home and um, anything else that might cause this kind of behavior because yeah. he's a boy. He'll be the bad guy. He won't be the, um, you know, the, 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 the person with an issue that needs help in this situation. He'll just be the monster that they're going to, to, to lock up and get rid of. And people will be shocked when in his 20s or 30s, he commits some sort of violent crime and kills people. That's the trajectory our... Just go, hold on a second. Hold on, guys. All it's because right. your internet it's, doesn't like we're sound back. from Dayton. We're back, we're back. <laughs> that's, that's, your... that's the load? Not that much. Um, 22%. So I think we're good. I'll look, I'll look later. I don't think that's the issue... I kind of tried that, but I don't know what uh, CPU load it means. If well, it they're saying in the chat that it specifically happens when I talk. Yeah, well, this is the thing that I've noticed. So I'm connected to the Internet for sure, okay? So, like, because I don't have any drops when I'm talking to you and I hear your voice. You know, no issues right. there. Everything is running. But the only thing that is not being consistent is the kilobytes per second reader in, uh, in OBS. And I don't know if it's a setting that I have to change. I don't know. If, like, I don't think it's my internet. So, you know, but I have noticed that it will dip when you talk and it'll dip a lot when Allison talks. So... I'm not saying I know what why that is, but like it's right now weird. I'm talking uh, and there's no at issue. Any, probably because at any given moment the most likely person to be talking is Hannah. Or yeah, Dallas. that's true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I drop I drop in and out. Yes, I I know I gotta fix it. I just don't know how. Well, you know so, it actually happens when I uh when I'm uh, streaming and somebody other than me talks like my yeah. guests. Especially uh, Canadians, um, yeah. Like for some reason, OBS doesn't like it when I get. So, are you also audio seeing... through Discord from Canadian land? Yeah. So, are you are you also seeing dips in your kilobytes per yes. second? Yes. Yeah, because I'm I'm usually staring at that number <laughs> whenever someone else is talking. Um, but yeah, like right now it's stable, you know. So I I don't. Like that, to, if it was my internet connection, I don't think, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, that that would explain why it's so random. Like it'll go from 1,680 kilobytes per second to 10, and then it'll go to zero. And then after a little while, it'll shoot back up to like 3,000. It doesn't make any sense. Like, so anyway, um, we'll we're gonna that that was basically. Does anybody else have any thoughts on the six-year-old? All I know is he doesn't know his father. He never had him. I'd like. I, how did he access a gun? I think that's a that's a good question to ask. 
Yeah, where did he get his hands on that? Yeah, where did he get the gun? Now, what I believe is, is that he probably hangs around the neighborhood with 'er ne'er-do-wells, and, you know, some of them have guns. and And they like to take pictures of themselves and video of themselves brandishing their guns. So... You know, very much, um, what would you say, celebrating, you know, uh, I'm I'm not going to say gun culture, but gang culture, which is what I I would bet that that's like where he got it. Like he knows a guy who, you know, let him borrow one or something because I don't think he bought it. Um, And of course, his father isn't around. Uh, The mom, I, I saw an interview with her on the news. And she claims that, you know, like the school needs to do more, of course, because she's a woman and uh, women shouldn't have to do more. And, uh, you know, he, he's it's, it's really sad because that kid's life is basically over. Like, I mean, he's just doomed. And that's something that, you know, uh we we really got to stop ignoring i'll just put it that way so those are my final thoughts on this it's very tragic should never have happened um but unfortunately it does so and it's it's basically because we don't hold women accountable that's all it is because the boy did what he did and he's gonna pay the price for that in some way but the mother made him well, by the way, did you guys remember that in the article, another thing that he did was he was like chasing uh, kids around with a belt that he, you know, took off and started using as a, a weapon? Where do you think yeah, he learned that? Yeah, where did that? he learn to do that? Yeah, where do you think he learned that? His All mother need... probably beats him. All we need is sensible belt control, people. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh... I think that if there's nothing else, I'm just going to close it out. So is that good? Okay. So I want to thank you guys for coming on today's show. Uh, sorry about the technical issues. I hope that most of what we wanted to say, most of our message got out. I know it did. I know that. Um, so, you know, let, let us know what you guys uh, think about uh, everything that we discussed in the comments. And, um, yeah, I guess, uh, let me just quickly say, if you guys like this video, please hit like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, hit the bell for notifications so you know when our shows go live, and uh, leave us a comment, and, and lastly, uh, share this video, because sharing is caring, and, uh, you know, we need some caring. We all could use some right now, so... Thank you guys so much for coming on today's episode of HBR News. And we'll talk to you all in the next video. And for those of you who are going to be joining us in the after show, um, remember, we're looking at wife devastated after her husband refuses to forgive her for farting in front of him once after nine years together. So, you know, we'll, uh, it'll be a gas. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. And we'll talk to you all in the next video.